Welcome to the Draft Doctors Podcast, your home of weekly draft content. Now here's Steve, Jono, Cam, and the Statesman. G'day everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Draft Doctors. I'm your host Stevie Fears. Thanks for uh, hanging out a little bit this morning. The pod dropped a little bit later, of course. Um, we'll, we'll just a little bit laissez-faire with the recording time this week. We pushed it back. Uh, recorded at 8.30 at night. So, uh, yeah, if if um, if anyone's ever seen a Despicable Me movie, I, th- I think murdering a minion uh, would be a great thing because that's what the kids have been consuming the last few days. But, uh, Jono, some big news in fantasy football. The vampire is going to get off the schneid. He is doing victory laps. Uh, made some moves. Made some moves. Brought in Josh Rochelle and uh, obviously Cozzy Pickett. Off the suspension has bolstered my forward line. Um, also helps when um, Jared Wicks is a laid out as your opposition. So victory, victory laps all around, but it's now who do I pick? Because he's got some quality players here. There's Sinclair, Laird, Wits, or Butters, but I think Butters can stay there and just make him pay because, you know, people would have overdrafted him and uh, not repaying the faith, that's for sure. Like a yeah, lot of Port Adelaide players. It's interesting. There's a lot of. Uh... A lot of decisions to be made, bit of bit of strategy, and uh, yeah, Sinclair looks a pretty good pick. So well done, Jono, getting off the off the mark with a, actually a really good score. So uh, you've done well there. And Stato, Stato's back, classic, the classic man. How, how's that all going, mate? You you got a hat sewn up and a car or whatever the hell you play for over in Classic World? Yeah. Um, well, firstly, apologies to the listener. Um, I'm on the road, so uh, just got uh, the cheeky little uh, headset, not the normal recording gear. Um, but no, Classic's going well, mate. I'm in, in the frame, but um, yeah, nothing sewn up yet, that's for sure. Always just another ruck injury away. Yeah. So there's a bit of footy this week. Uh, hopefully, uh, if your name was McCartan, it wasn't Ooh. a bad week for you. It wasn't a good week for your scone. Certainly no. not. Certainly not. Both of them. Pre- Jeez. Looked pretty innocuous as well. Like, it was sort of like dragged to the ground and just like touched the ground. And that was a good night nurse. But I suppose when you have a few concussions like that, good test anything. And you're out like that. So hope he's all right. Hope he's all right. Yep. Yeah. Wild scenes. And, uh, you know, Augusta. Uh, pretty crazy. Great to see the uh, Saudi-backed team. Is that their sequel to Happy Gilmore? <laughs> The way yeah, that's, that's right. Finishing. That's right. Oh man, it's pretty bad. We had to happen at work, and it's it's a nightmare. Anyway, footy. What did we notice this week, boys? John, why don't you kick us off? What did you notice? Uh, pretty sure we mentioned it, but I'm going to mention it again. The defenders, Fee North Melbourne. Uh, we saw the Hawks guys absolutely rack it up, and um, same thing happened again this week. So get on board, uh, defenders v North Melbourne. Sep Doherty. Wow, there's a lot of mouth to feed down there. Like, Zach Fish actually went into defence, was taking all Doc's points that I noticed. So, then you've got Adam Saad, Nick Newman's doing pretty well. So, and I think with... You're having a bad day when Zach Fisher's, uh, Zach Fisher is taking your points. But also Zach, Doc was... Zach Fisher? Zach yeah, Fisher. Zach Fisher. But Doc was up in the middle of the ground with um, Walsh and Kennedy yet. So, I think with Walsh and Kennedy back for gather round, you'll see Doc go back to his normal position and... Rack him up again. Yeah, I think he's a great buy-low doc, personally. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, watching the Adelaide game, I noticed Ben Keys was rolling through the midfield, but also uh, playing a lot forward. So I think we're all a bit off Ben Keys. Not sure what his role was going to be at the start of the preseason, but I reckon he's going to be a lock um, for a forward status maybe in a couple of weeks. And if he's getting those CBAs, he's going to be a pretty value pick um, if you got him mid to late in your draft. So don't think many people are going to be selling him, but um, if you got him, well done. And all, a couple other things. Uh, Mills to a halfback, but was playing off defense, but I think that's because the McCartan boys um, were out of the game. Seems to be a bit of a miss to fix it, uh, going back in defense there. So that's going to, I think, affect his scores going up and down throughout the year. But the main one I want to look at is Port as a fantasy team. Uh, we noticed them the last couple of years, they've been ranked in the top five in terms of fantasy, high disposal team, uh, a lot of kicks, marks, tackles, etc. But doing a little bit of a deep dive in it, this year they're 16th for disposals, 16th for marks, seventh, uh, sorry, 11th for tackles, and ranked 17th for AFL fantasy and 12th for super coach. So a lot of people who were high on Butters and Rosie and the franchise all expecting to get all these points, but... At the moment, it's just not there. So I haven't watched a lot of ports, so whether it's a different game style or it's just too many mouths to feed, it's um, possible by-low candidates uh, for Port Adelaide players if they do turn around later in the year. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. You made, mentioned some good... I, I think Doherty and, and Keys are great targets if you wanted to swing some trades. Uh, if, you, if your Keys owner's not super savvy about position switches... Uh, what what's going to happen? He's a great guy, Doherty. I think's a great guy. People have got to be so down on him. He would have been probably the first defender off the board in most leagues. Mm. And, and again, Port, it's you know they're tough tough owns in fantasy right now. Stato, what do you got? What have I got? Uh, Gold Coast are sharing the ball in defence, so there's plenty of plus sixes to be had, uh, despite the quick game plan. So. Uh, much quicker game plan, so therefore some of the midfielders are missing out. Certainly not one this week, but um, there's a fair bit of ball being shared around in that defence. So you can stream a couple of those lower-ranked defenders and get a bit of value there. Um, Fremantle are actually quite a restrictive team this year. So only Dawson scored a tonne and did like his new role just quietly as well. Uh, that's your boy, Dawson, Steve. That's 100%. Um, 100%. And, and doing a bit of research, I just wanted to go back and have a look at the other weeks. In fact, there's only been one midfielder each week that has scored a ton against them, although they've given up some points to defenders, um, but it makes sense if their forward line isn't crash hot, which seems to be the issue with Frio at the moment. Their forward line is not gelling, so they're giving up points Two defenders, but not too much else. And last but not least, as we've seen tonight, it wasn't an enjoyable game. And uh, listeners, I begged the boys to record later so we could watch all the West Coast Melbourne game. About 10 minutes into it, I went, I don't want to watch this. Um, so begged the boys to record earlier, but they told me to piss off, which well, is Well, as, as a Bailey Fritch streamer this week, I was pretty happy, so... <laughs> Um, but midfielders will join the Rucks and will score big against West Coast Eagles whilst they are down on personnel. So you'll be able to stream 
quite a few midfielders against West Coast Eagles over the next few rounds. Just going back to that Adelaide Frio game, uh, Aish was tagging Laird. Um, has Aish been tagging all year, or is this just a one-week Second week. Second week. Second week. Uh, so he moved into the midfield last week and is playing as that defensive midfielder. Okay. Yeah, and Caleb Sarong stonks. Woof. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, I'm on. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting you guys have mentioned. Um, I mean, Stato, just first off, I can tell you don't have kids. Once you reschedule, that that's it, man. It's locked in. <laughs> and because Mrs. Fizz went, all right, we'll have movie night. And I, if I said we're not having movie night once it was promised, you're in the shed. Yeah, uh, yeah not, shed, well, not shed sixteen. The shed. Not not the no the shed. <laughs> the bad shed. bad times. The shed bad times. Um. But I think you mentioned some great points, and I'll just kick it off again with that there's just so much value in streaming defenders. And if you, um, like, I know, I know sort of we've done matchup charts over the years, but I think DFS Australia are just doing such a great job this year. You mm. just don't need to. And I think West Coast, Rucks against West Coast is like the best oh, yeah. matchup on the board. But there's in history. If we look at the, you know, you guys mentioned Fremantle, um, as being good for defenders, and Kilda have been good for defenders. Essendon have been good for defenders. Dogs have been good for defenders. Like, none of these teams have good tall forwards. Like, really. I mean, I know Dogs have got... Um, they got young. they got young. What's his name? Forward. Norton. Yeah, Norton. Like, you know, the, the idea of Rory Lobb. St. Kilda obviously missing <laughs> cattle. Essendon are missing cattle. Wiedemann just went down as well. Um, and Fremantle have just no one. Like, they, they, there's not even a point having a D5, like a regular one. You can just stream literally yeah. anyone mm. against these people. It, uh, it's just amazing. Like, obviously, streaming rucks is pretty tough, but, you know, next week, <laughs> next week, and it'll come up in the waivers. The Cats are playing West Coast. Like, mm. I mean, Reece Stanley will score 100. Probably. Segler will get 80. If he plays, yeah, whoever plays is just, just lock it in. Uh, I also want to talk about like the difference between real footy and fantasy football for a second, because I sort of saw it on on the Twitters, uh, people comparing like, and I know Josh Dunkley hasn't performed like we wanted him to for fantasy and people comparing his output to Jared Lyons. And, And the stats are reasonably similar. Just if we're looking at counting stats and things you would consider, if you look at pressure acts, right, Josh Dunkley's averaging 33 pressure acts a game, second in the AFL. Jared Lyons last year averaging 22. Now, that's a 50% increase. And, and what did the Lions need to get better at is defense through the midfield, and that, that Josh Dunkley's doing that. Uh, he isn't getting much outside ball at all. It, it's all contested. So I'm a bit worried about his stonks. Um, as being sort of a top three draft pick in your in your drafts, but I, I just don't see a way back in for Jared Lyons. He, he can burn up the VFL all he wants, but I'd be really shocked um, if, if he comes back in any sort of major capacity without an injury. And the other thing, again, things I've seen floating around on the Twitters is market shares starting to crop up from a few Twitter accounts, which I think is fantastic. Thing is fantastic, and I don't want to throw any shade. Um, there's a couple. But you're gonna. No, not really, not really. Uh, I think what they're doing is fantastic, but I think it's a bit more nuanced 
than just looking at overall fantasy scores. So just if you're out there and you're looking at these percentages of team scores and going what's sustainable, what's not, there's, there's a big difference between what's sustainable uh, for a midfielder as opposed to a forward as opposed to a ruckman as opposed to a defender like you just got to take that into account and even where it gets tricky is someone like say a sam berry coming into the year a lot of people were really hot on him going on natural progression he scores 80 last year he's got all this inside midfield time he'll score 100 next year but the way he was doing it it was all through tackles right and it's obviously not sustainable to lay 10 tackles a match whatever he was doing not that it was disappointing it was fantastic performance and effort but it's just hard to keep that up and again, you're sort of seeing it this year is like, say, a Ruben uh, Jinby or Ginby, whatever the hell his name is. Oh, he's laying eight and a half tackles a match. Fantastic. And it is fantastic. I'm not throwing any shade on him. But if he's averaging mid 70s to 80 points, laying eight and a half tackles, most of the ball is contested. He's not kicking it at a high rate. It's really hard to sustain those numbers. It has to come back a bit. No doubt he'll develop and become a more well-rounded player. And even like Toby Green, first two rounds, he kicks four goals in both weeks. Well, he's not going to keep kicking four four goals every week, but the scores were just sort of 100. So if you're taking that as a percentage of the team score, it's not anything outrageous, but he's clearly not going to kick four goals every week. Now, Toby can probably get there in other ways, and we've seen him do that in the past. Ruben, we probably haven't seen that because he's only played a handful of games. But I just want people to be mindful about, like, just because you, ha- you know, you haven't scored 150 doesn't mean you haven't done, you haven't taken too much of your team's market share. I think we know, like, 9% of your team's kicks is generally where you start to fall back. Um, yeah. Temp- I think it was 10% of tackles. Whatever, there's vague numbers. So you can do an eyeball test and go, oh, look, a guy's laid 13 tackles. He's probably not going to do that every single week. So just something to keep in mind. Now, Jono, mm-hmm. um, I did notice something there before. It looks like you're drinking a crownie. Uh, that is correct, Stato. Look, it's that's wow. not a craft beer. That is not a craft beer. You fucking fraud. No, 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 no. Let me just, let me just <laughs> no, explain. No, 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 It's not a craft beer. It's Easter. You're a fraud. I have, I have put so much shit in my body, I may as well just keep putting shit into my body. So therefore, <laughs> I'm not going to my craft beer. Someone gave me these things for free, so... Uh, yeah, fraud. I'm just putting more shit into my body. I, I look forward to this hangover, that's for sure. I haven't seen a crownie since 1998. That's amazing. <laughs> they are fucking terrible, mind you. <laughs> but they're free. Uh, We've got the uh, Four Pines Nitro Stout, Jono. Nice. I've got a... The, um, the Mount Franklin Water. I do have a, uh Imperial Stout in the fridge from Banksy, which may or may not get cracked tonight. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. On to the waivers, what people actually tune in for. I think the the number one wave is a guy who's got three percent ownership, but uh, I'll let you tell us who who you should be picking, Jono. Uh, I've got Hunter Clark. He's forty four percent of teams. He's got the uh, had the mid time on the weekend, went pretty well. The rest I'm not really wavering for. These are more stream options. That's what I'm looking at this week. You've got um, Gunston and Danaher at twenty and twelve percent v North. Um, 
Billy Frampton, 10% v. the Saints. Got to get love those defenders against the Saints. And also Will Power, 13% against Frio. So more stream options really than waivers that I'm looking at this week. So that's where I'm headed. No claims then? Nah, not for me. Yep. Stato? Well, there's one I would waiver for, and that's Will Powell. Um, so coming back from, from injury, Gold Coast defender, he's 13% owned, 86 this week, and looked absolutely sensational early on. He is building up, so his time on ground's a little bit low at the moment, but it'll keep picking up as he goes. Um, some stream options, uh, Lockie Schultz, Fremantle forward, 21% owned, averaging 73 Jaden Laverde, um, so he was their main intercept marker uh, last year. Sort of Ridley's taking over that role a little bit and Redman gets a bit as well. But only 22% owned. He's averaging around the 70 mark. A little bit of a um, down game this week, but a, a tougher opposition. Um, but I think he's quite worthwhile a stream when he's got one of those really good matchups. Um and did I mention Jarman Impey? He seems to be a bit of a forgotten man. Um, he's got some ceiling games. He's averaging 72 and only 35% owned. Baron, do you think, I know you guys have both mentioned Will Power. Do you think a, a, a bit of that's a product of the, the matchup against the Saints? Oh, they're playing Freya this week, so yeah. there's another more stream option. Brandon they've Ellis. got they've got three really good matchups on the trot. Yeah, fair enough. Brandon Ellis set to come back through the VFL. The unbeaten Suns VFL team. When the wow, when's that going to happen? No, they got beaten this week. Did they? I thought they won. Oh uh, well, maybe I looked in it. And the game wasn't over. Let me have a quick look. So is Ellis coming back this week or? No, I'm not sure. I didn't I've, read the story that closely. Because I've been reading the reports that they're still managing him and to be confirmed. Yeah, and... this, was, this came out oh, yesterday, I think. Uh, yeah, Gold Coast lost to St Kilda. Uh, beat Sandringham. I've got... Oh, sorry, am I looking at the wrong one? Uh, one by 17 points, Dana. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry, yeah. my apologies. You are right. Um the mighty, mighty Gold Coast Suns. Let me have a look at the player stats. Get my Blakely. Blakey. Constable 112. Oh, Atkins just the lazy 18 disposals. He's not coming back. Fuck. He was going to turn it around. That's right, Blakey. Blakey's pushing. Eight marks, five five tackles. Anyway, I'll Jeez, do... you've got a good team. You've got a good team here. Oh, I'll do my... I'll do my waivers. Brandon Ellis play. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I've got Jason Johannesson, 3%. He's yeah. a forward. He's playing in defense. Crows is injured. It's a bad matchup. That's about. That's the only negative. But whew, 3% owned forward. I like Braden Maynard, 48% ownership against wow. the wow. Aints, who just give it up. Uh, Dan McStay, 27% owned. I know he went into the ruck, didn't score massive, but better matchup this week. Uh, does follow with two bad matchups, but then another good one. So, you know, it is what it is sort of thing. I've got, I've got Jared Berry at 38% ownership. 
I think there's so you can find so many defenders and so many forwards. Um, maybe not super hot on wavering for them unless they're a real standout option. Um, but mids are obviously a bit harder to come by, so I'm like that. I think I mentioned Reece Stanley. I know Geelong play today, so 40% ownership against West Coast, which is one of the best matchups on the board. Got a sneaky little bit of interest in Noah Cumberland down at Tigerland, yeah. who might yeah. be a bit of a player there. And, of course, uh, Lockie Ash and, and Wanganine Miller are going to pick up that defensive op- um, after round six. They're midfield only, but they're, they're putting out some serviceable scores if you're in a deeper league. Was pretty they're linking up together. Yeah. So get around that. Anyway, on to the Twitter questions. But yeah, I, I would waver for JJ. 3%. Give me that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Carla, one good reason to hold Lockie Neal in a keeper league. Uh, he's a high scoring mid. Also, will the best McRae ever get a gig? Who would I need to New. take? Who would I need to take out to make this happen? Bevo, yeah. you need to take Bevo out. He's no, a... no, the best McRae is at uh, fin- Finlay. Uh, I, I think they're, they're pretty well um, who they are. They just need injuries and you probably need two or three, to be honest. Yeah. House, uh, George Hewitt worth the emergency spot of value elsewhere? All value elsewhere. Oh, Hewitt. Yeah, absolutely. Had yeah. a down game. I think he scored in the 50s this week, but no, he'll be fine. Yep, and yeah. choose one of Caleb Daniel, Nick Vloston, or Jordan Ridley. Oh, Riddler. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning towards Riddler as well, although I don't feel comfortable with that. Riddler or Vloston? Yeah, I like Vloston. Nathan, what's going on with our sons? We got a win last week. We're fine. <laughs> they, I, they, people just, it's such an easy story to write. It's like they were getting into the Suns today. It's like, who tipped the Suns this week? Did anyone tip the Suns to beat the ladder leading Saints? No. 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 Do you know what they need? They need two phones in that team. <laughs> they do. <laughs> you got three, three headed dragon, whatever you want to call it. You got Casbolt, two phones, and King. Can't beat that. They need. <laughs> You know what they need to do is throw the checkbook at like Harry Himmelberg at the end of the year. Yeah. There's Dude, Himmelberg, and um, sorry to do the uh, trading, the off season trading podcast uh, in <laughs> the April. Yeah. Would hate there's to already do. a couple of them. <laughs> but there's like, there's, I think there's three because there's Himmelberg, Dude, and McKay, although I don't know why you'd pay someone who plays like three games a year. Um, there's some pretty good key defenders. <laughs> they, they certainly need to look at that. Ed, what did I do to deserve a Noah Anderson 160 from my opponent this week? Oh, that's harsh. He was a bit stroppy early on, Noah, and then put the Jets on when I was looking at it early, but no, that's good. Go Noah. We love Noah. It's part of fantasy footy, unfortunately, Ed. Uh, Chris. Why the fuck does the Vampire League not have rolling lockout? Uh, Johnny, you've taken Chris out. He's not happy. Well, I'm not the commissioner of this league, so uh, set your emergencies and um, do better. <sighs> yeah, do thanks. Better. <laughs> do, it's a good point. Do better. Well, it's round do four. Better. 
It's round four. If you don't know what yeah, the settings are, you, you've only got better. yourself to blame. And it's not like like our teams are locked, except for yours, Jono. So yeah, you can't make moves, so you may as well set emergencies. I don't know. Hell, I'm a vampire and I set emergencies. Huh. Well, anyway, yeah, do better, Chris. We like Chris, but yeah. come on. Do uh, do better like the new champ. Like, that's bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Jed Anderson fan club. Prayers up for Jed. Yeah, four-way cami. Not good. Also from the Jed Anderson fan club. Any smaller name DPPs that we should trade in now that the GOAT mid-forward is injured thinking guys like Saligo, JJ, etc. <laughs> Small timers. Tom Sparrow's already got mid forward. Oh, Van Ruin might be a ruck forward after today. Um, not many. Not many of the lesser guys. I mean, Keys. I think Taylor Adams is going to pick it up. Yeah, I wouldn't call Taylor Adams a lesser guy, though. Is Ash available? Ash. 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 Yeah, lucky Ash. Ash. Um, He's defending the mid or just up. mid? Just mid. They're just, just mid. mid. Okay. Yeah. Those would be good ones. Mark, what's worse? The Brisbane mids. Oh, and maybe Rainer. Hard to say what he's going to get. What's worse? The Brisbane mids in 2020. I'll say 2023. I think that's a typo. But Or Vince McMahon's new mustache. Jono, you're a big wrestling fan. Vince McMahon's new mustache. Looks filthy. I haven't seen it, but man, that guy's in more trouble than... Um... Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, your friend. This guy killed himself. Epstein. Epstein. <laughs> Jeb. My, my oh my Epstein. God, your friend. Uh, yeah, he just wrecked WrestleMania and Raw. Like, for those out there who don't know, WrestleMania was over two nights. First night was done by Triple H. Brilliant. Second night done by Vince McMahon. Shit the bed. And then Raw, shit the bed. So... Vince, you're 80, you're a billionaire, just retire. I'm on um, the Facebook page Seinfeld Wrestle Posting and it's just been a non-stop flurry of Vince mustache memes. So, Is he trying to be like Guy Incognito? It's, it's, it suits him. <laughs> oh, I'll put it, what, if what he's done's right, it suits him. Uh, allegedly. Pack and Sand, is Wilkie's form sustainable? He's always been solid, Wilkie. Just solid. He's a 70s guy. Mm. Gets the intercepts, rebounds a little bit. He's fine. Zach, thoughts on Stewart in a keeper league with his age? Ship him off for a couple of young ones. I don't mind this. Yeah, yeah no. there's a bit of hype right now. Um, be mindful we might get a tag today, which might drop his value a little bit. So one injury, one tag game. Um, but, yeah, th- this is w- – wait till he's hot. So if he pumps out another ton this week, that's when you sell. Mm. Betty, do we really need to worry about a Finn McGuinness tag? Zarek got 100 on him in round one. That's all the research I've done, cheers, blokes. Uh, <laughs> they dropped the tag at half time. It was working a treat. He went ham in the second half. Um, I can actually look up the data for you very, buddy, quickly. If, if do you, you think tags are overstated? Like, 
I hate tags with a passion. No, but I mean, like, they go, oh, I'm not going to choose this player because he's going to get a tag. And it's like it ha- might happen three times a year. Yeah, I understand that. But I just hate tags with a passion. Like, like from a real football ex- uh, perspective, like you pay your hard-earned cash to go see Pat Cripps, Andy Brasher, or whatever, and you got some jobber running him into dust. Like, I'm not. Pa- that's why I don't go to the football. So he, he got eight disposals in the first half while being twa- tagged, and Zerek ended up with twenty nine disposals. Mm. Twenty one in the second half. Not bad. Yeah, my favourite thing on that was like Mitch Robinson when there, were, there was something about the Mitch Robinson tag, like the bump, and he was like, "Ah, oh, this is no good. All that will be left is skilled players." All I could think was, isn't that, isn't that a good thing? Yes. <laughs> Did anyone put the Harlem Globetrotter and the Generals meme up? No, <laughs> should have done that. Uh, Stuart, Mitch Owen torching the Suns. Discuss. Uh, who is this Mitch Owens? I want to go by his oh. proper name, please. Machitio, whatever his name is. Machitio. Yeah, he looked good. Yeah, he's, he's got some good, good numbers. Yeah, very impressive. Is he a waiver pickup? Shit, yeah. Shit, yeah. Shit, yeah. And, and he'll end up being a midfielder. Well, if he keeps doing this, he may not. <laughs> uh, Joel, JJ to be the astute F5 saviour I was searching for. Uh, yeah, apparently so. There's a chance. AF Baz's bold news. When will the ruck carnage end? Um, never. Perfect. Alex, has the show survived another week due to Steve's classic performance? <laughs> it's all how classic. are you doing this week, Steve? Uh, yeah, no, how are you going? Yeah, it's been better. It's been better. I ha- well, Captain Sheasel. Sheasel. I uh, I I had wits in both formats, and uh, the word had got out just in time, so I flicked them both to um, Tinglish. That was lovely. Yeah, I couldn't do that because Tim English had played. I think when I saw yeah, it. Uh, yeah, they played after. I've only got him in AFL fantasy, so I went to Grundy because I knew I was. Gonna- Gonna get a premium school. Remember, I I don't have kids, so I was looking at Twitter. Oh man, I swear to God, I didn't see it till that game. That game started, and um, yeah, no. So I went to Grundy and got the the nice score there. Yeah. Uh, when yeah, do you sell show. Grundy? That's the question. Four weeks time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, when when he gets injured next week. Or, or when Gorn. I'd say one to two weeks before Gorn comes back. That's generally the right time. Yeah, Matty Faz, half the stream team weren't named this week. Well done, Matt. Uh, but the ones that played have been stellar. Go me. Yeah, Matty Faz, his stream good. team article's been good. It is. Uh, Frio, why did Robottom and Clark only do something after I benched them? I you had to say, play Clark this week. I wouldn't say Robottom did a lot. Like, he's playing a tag and roll and had... 13 tackles. So. Clark was playing the Suns, man. If you're not playing him in that matchup, mm. come on. Yeah. Just drop row bottom. Yeah. Tag roll. So I don't know who the Swans play. 
I benched uh, Freo. Just I put I actually benched him for Fremantle's own Hayden Young. I benched Young, Ooh. sorry, and that worked out. Hawko, who's your DPP shout? We've done a heap of them already. We have. Major, Sam Collinsworth, a punt, given so much ball in the Gold Coast back line. Playing Freo this week. Hmm? Who's he playing on? Stream only. Sam, surely you can do better than Sam Collins. Will Power, there you go. There's your, You yeah. guys have said it. Uh, and Finlayson, tip of the cap, or is he something? He's something, but his scores are going to be up and down. But he, what he does is share the ruck roll. Yeah, if you read the draft kit, I wrote him as something like that. It's going to be up and down. Might be a life-set injury away from him being more relevant. Just just think of when you pick him up from the waivers that you're taking a trip to Shed 16. Man, how good was that mark at the end of the game to kick that goal? Yeah. Oh, shit, that was good. Yeah. And they're playing Bulldogs this week, I'm pretty sure. And that's oh, I actually... thought you were talking about the Ollie Florent goal, which wasn't a goal, but anyway, that's fine. No, no, Finlayson's mark <laughs> was like a one hit. Fuck, it was a good mark. Um, and they're playing the Bulldogs, which is actually a good matchup for key forwards. So yep. Yep. could get a bit of something there. Warren, sell Ridley, gone a bit stale. He was fine today. Uh, hundred and two last week and eighty four this week. That's not stale. He's fine. He's fine. He might not be. If in the preseason you drafted him thinking he was going to get a big bump from the Essendon chip mark, mm. that he's been fine rather than he'd be what yeah. right now about what, D2. what Mason Redmond is. Yeah. Yeah, correct. Uh, easy peasy. Victory lap from last week. 10 team league. 17 on field. Scored 1854. Holy shit. Wow, Damn, that's good. That's good. Good for you. Obviously, not listening to the show. Uh, easy, <laughs> easy peasy. <laughs> Cunnington for Zerha is becoming more and more tempting. Ford waivers so thin in 10 team leagues. I disagree. Stashing memory for a couple of weeks until he returns could be an option. DPPs will be important this year. Cunnington can E-A-D. That's more of a classic sort of thing. Cost me a matchup, the prick. <laughs> anyway, do, where is Cunnington for drafts? I know we've had a lot of questions over the last couple of weeks about is he just a oh, cold he, drop? Is he a well, cold he, drop? He's cold drop. He got subbed, so... 28, great score. Yeah, you, you got to drop him. I think 40 in Supercoach as well, so... Only ever picked him up in a mock, thank Christ. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah. Anyway, that's all the questions we got. Thanks for tuning in, listeners. Uh, Stato, thanks for being on the show this week. Absolute pleasure. I'm back in Darwin next week, so I'll have better sound. What's happening up there? It seems like I've seen videos online where basically the whole territory is just like on fire. Um, I'm currently not there. I'm actually in Queensland, so uh, I can't tell you what's going on in the NT. Ah, okay. Albo, Albo's letting it go to hell is what I hear. Stay there for watching Sky's News, that's why. No, <laughs> no, that's Steve's channel, not mine. <laughs> See, uh, Philip Lowe gave everyone a bit of a bit of respite and then Albo came in and said, Fuck is I'm getting rid of this tax cut. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Alvo. Try to hand it back to the proper financial managers. The Being lives. the richest man in fantasy footy, that doesn't concern me. 
<laughs> you actually, you kind of, you, you got your, because of the lighting and the way you got your hair sort of slicked back, you remind me of the, the Norwegian coach from the Mighty Ducks movie. You know, uh, I will to... say it's not slicked back. Oh, it's just, just short. Have it all shaved. Yeah, it's just short. It look, I, I like to imagine that it's slicked back. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and you're going to get up in Emilio Estevez's grill. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, listeners, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Draft Doctors Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and review.